Hey everybody, this is Ray. I am buried in work this week and I probably will not get out a podcast. Uh, but I was sitting here reading a book in anticipation of a meeting that's going to happen in about 10 minutes and ran a cop- across a couple passages that I just felt like I had to share with you. Uh, the book is Travels with Charlie in Search of America by John Steinbeck. It's kind of a classic, uh, although I don't think a lot of people read it anymore. It's such a joy. I just got started on it. I have never read it before. The opening reminds me a lot of Moby Dick, um, you know, because he talks about wanderlust. And in the opening to Moby Dick, you get the call me Ishmael, famous first line, right? But then he talks about the urge to, to go out to sea, to leave everything behind. And Steinbeck kind of talks about that too, but in much more homely, relatable fashion. Um, in fact, here's a, a bit of a passage that I, I think was hilarious. Um, this is the very first paragraph, by the way. When I was very young and the urge to be someplace else was on me, I was assured by mature people that maturity would cure this itch. When years described me as mature, the remedy prescribed was middle age. In middle age, I was assured that greater age would calm my fever. And now that I'm 58, perhaps senility will do the job. Nothing has worked. Four horse blasts of a ship whistle still raise the hair on my neck and set my feet to tapping. The sound of a jet, an engine warming up, even the clopping of shod hooves on pavement brings on the ancient shudder and dry mouth and vacant eye, the hot palms and the churn of stomach high up under the ribcage. In other words, I don't improve. In further words, once a bum, always a bum. I fear the disease is incurable. I set this matter down not to instruct others, but to inform myself. I just love that. He goes on to talk about, um, you know, putting together this uh, truck with a um, and uh, with a camper shell on the back that has a water tank and everything. So it's, it's very relevant to this kind of modern craze about tiny houses and, and uh, travel trailers and the kind of modular lifestyle, right? Um, he has so many good lines in this. He says, uh, a journey is like a marriage. The certain way to be wrong is to think you control it. <laughs> That's so that's so true. I fly all the time and I just think I, I always tell my wife who is a terrible traveler because she gets all bent out of shape about everything that happens. Uh, I just tell her, um, you know, look, you're not in control. Just be at the places you need to be at the time you need to be and let everything else, you know, kind of wash over you. Uh, and that's the best way to survive travel. Uh, he names his truck, by the way, the or his truck house, his sort of snail shell that he travels across the country in, the Rosinante, which I think is an interesting touch. It is the name of Don Quixote's horse, and it's also the name used for the ship in the Expanse uh, for the same reason, of course, but I just think that's a neat, I don't know if that literary tie is uh, something that the authors of the Expanse were aware of, but I thought that was really cool. Uh, let's see, where, let's get to the point where I was uh, wanted to talk about... Um, Oh, I love this bit, too, because he talks about how he packed a bunch of writing materials with him because, you know, he thought he would get some work done while he traveled. <laughs> so listen to this. I, I think this will resonate to all of you who uh, write or create uh, role-playing games or play in role-playing games. I suppose our capacity for self-delusion is boundless. I knew very well that I rarely make notes, and if I do, I either lose them or can't read them. I also knew from 30 years of my profession that I cannot write hot on a vent. It has to ferment. And then he says, I think there's more to it. Oh, yeah. He says, uh, also, I laid in 150 pounds of those books one hasn't got around to reading. And, of course, those are the books one isn't ever going to get around to reading. <laughs> so true. So true. Right. So, um he goes on. There was a hurricane that hit his house right before uh, right before he left. And he talks about that a little bit. Um 
and uh, it talks about you know getting ready to leave for the trip. And uh, so the the passage I want to read is kind of a I don't know it's a very manly kind of manifesto. Uh, but he talks about how a lot of men as they age turn into big babies, right? Um, and how doctors have memorized this litany of slow down. You're not as young as you used to be. You know, reduce the cholesterol, um, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, so here's the. And then he says, like, you know, that a lot of men buy into this thing. And, uh, and and here's a quote. In this, they are encouraged by wives and relatives, and it's such a sweet trap. And it is, right? We all, I'm 51, so I I'm, I'm really, can really relate to this. I'm kind of glad that I waited to read this until I was 51. So um, here's, the, here's the part I want to read. I have searched myself for this possibility with a kind of horror, for I have always lived violently, drunk hugely, eaten too much or not at all. Slept around the clock or missed two nights of sleeping in a row. Worked too hard and too long in glory or slobbed for a time in utter laziness. I've lifted, pulled, chopped, climbed, made love with joy, and taken my hangovers as a consequence, not a punishment. I did not want to surrender fierceness for a small gain in yardage. My wife married a man. I saw no reason why she should inherit a baby. I just love that. I love that bit about uh, um, lived violently, drunk hugely, and eaten too much or not at all, slept around the clock or missed nights in a row. I just I think that's fantastic. That's the kind of stuff that really um, makes me realize that these classics are classics for a reason, right? You can They're really relatable. They hit on these universal themes, and they just speak to you in a way that sometimes genre fiction uh, doesn't, although I love genre fiction too, and I'm in the middle of once again, going through the Dresden Files just because they are so funny um, and so much fun to read. I got kind of sucked into it. One night I was uh, feeling a little, I don't know, lost or whatever. And a lot of times when I do that, I'll go to a book that I know and just uh, I'll turn on the audiobook and just kind of listen to it and ground myself. And I got sucked into the first book of the Dresden Files. And now I'm on book four, I think, three or four, um, clock, clocking right on. Yeah, I'm just about to finish three, actually. So I'm clocking right along on those. There are 15 of those plus short stories, so I'll be at it for a while. Um, but I tend to read multiple things at once, so it's no big deal. And boy, it's, I'm having such a good time listening to them. It's getting me walking more and everything because uh, when I do audiobooks, I tend to uh, do them while I'm cleaning or walking or uh, doing chores or whatever. Um, so good good friends to have around books are. I do it even more than music for sure, uh, but I like music too. So, well, there you go. There's my check-in for the week. I might uh, I might get something out there. Who knows? Just kind of depends on how the week goes. But um, I basically, we have a conference. I, I work with a software company um, and uh, we have a conference every year that we run. And so for four or five days, I'll be kind of in the spotlight and on with uh, users the whole time. So I'll probably be eating too, too much and drinking too much and not getting sleep. And uh, it seems like a bad time to try to worry about fitting in a podcast. But I wanted to touch base with you all and make sure that you knew I was still alive and still interested in doing the podcast. It just, you know, one of those things where... Um, so it's a hobby, not a profession, and I um, don't have daily time set aside for it, so I kind of squeeze it in whenever I can, and this week I just don't have the time. So hope you all are good, and I'll be listening to your podcast when I can. Uh, for those of you who are part of the Anchorite community, otherwise, see you soon.